And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Hello everyone, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews here. Uh, welcome to an episode of, I don't even know what this is anymore, what we should even call it, DT. I can't, in good conscience, call it by the book or the pontificast, because the spirit of Doc Manson would hate that. I've spent much of the last week traveling the world. I've talked to indigenous people in Australia, medicine men, shamans, necromancers, the archmage of Winterhold, Hoogans, witch doctors. I even got so desperate I went to a damn priest. Uh, I can't find him. I can't find Doc Manson. I can't find his spirit. I can't find his essence. I can't find his je ne sais quoi. So I'm down to my last ditch effort here. WikiHow, how to conduct a seance. Here we go. It says it's a meeting of three or more people who gather. I'm hoping to do it myself. Uh, maybe if this doesn't work, I'll get Mrs. Manson and Oscar to do it. We'll drape Oscar in various accoutrements to, to help Step one, gather the participants. Three is the minimum number of people who should participate in a seance. The number of minimum people is three. Well, we're screwed right off the bat. Number two, choose a medium. I went to Mrs. Matthews' closet and grabbed a nice shirt. I have chosen a medium. Step three, decide on who you will be summoning. That's easy. I am summoning Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Step four, set the table. Place three candles. I have um, a comb, uh, a hairbrush, and one of those spray bottles to clean off a keyboard. Which, speaking of which, I should use one of these days. That'll do. Step five. Create an atmosphere conducive to connecting to the spirit world. We'll dim the lights. Maybe we'll put on some music here. Much better. All right. Gather everyone around the table and hold hands to create a circle. I'm doing the Perry Saturn pose, hands above my head. Circle is formed. Step seven. Summon the spirit by chanting. Spirit of the past, move among us. Be guided by the light of this world and visit upon us. Did you hear that? Was that lightning? Hold on. Spirits of the past, move among us. Be guided by the light of this world and visit upon us. Beloved Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, we bring you gifts from life into death. Be guided by the light of this world and visit upon us. Waiting for a response. Nope. All right, let's try it again. Spirits of the past, move among us. Beloved Doc Manson, be guided by the light of this world and visit upon us. Paul Bear, get out of here. I'm trying to talk to Doc Manson. <laughs> no, no. 
Doc. It's me. Doc. It's me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't used my vocal cords for anything but screaming since I died. I don't know if you know this, but in hell, there's an awful lot of torture, man. It's awful down here. Doc Manson, I am so glad to hear your voice. Are they treating you okay? Is the food any good? No, it's terrible. It's hell, man. The only thing that you do for entertainment is they have the WWE Network on 24-7. It's nothing but Baron Corbin wrestling Kalisto. It's the freaking worst. All right, we got to get you out of there. But but you've been watching wrestling, so I feel like while I have you, yeah, we, we should do a podcast. I mean, probably. It seems like the only responsible thing to do. It is a Thursday. Having, you know, crossed the bridge into the spirit world. All right. Uh, have you been keeping up in the world of wrestling? I, besides watching Baron Corbin versus Kalisto in the epic battle of Raw and 205 Live. You know what the worst part about that wrestling match is? Every 10 seconds, they interrupt it with a video package of Baron Corbin fighting with Khalid. Like, they're just trying to catch me up on the feud that doesn't matter over and over and over again. And Kalisto just keeps saying good lucha things. And Baron Corbin keeps losing hair. And it's just... It's, it's horrifying, DC. It's horrifying. <sighs> I, I feel for you, but at the same time, I am just so relieved. Mrs. Manson has been worried about you. Oscar isn't eating. He won't even gnaw on his bully sticks. Um, everyone is just... Although, uh, the arsonist Tell Mrs. Very, Manson I said hello. I will let her know. Any message Thank for you. Oscar? Not really. Bark, 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 bark. Okay. How about that? The arsonist gave you a lovely eulogy. Um... We, do you want to talk about the Hall of Fame and, and, and all of that, or shall we just move on? I mean, as I understand it, uh, you know, we the only other thing that we get in hell outside of the WWE Network, of course, is the NAI podcast. Um, you know, that, that it just it f- f- comes upon the ears in such a wretched way. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I from what I've been told... If, if Doc Manson's ghost, which I am, uh, you know, uh, is hosting DDT Wrestling, as I believe is what's happening right now, then I am a shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. So I, I guess I guess mission accomplished. Well, congratulations on becoming an entrant into the NAI Hall of Fame. That's right. It's official as of right now, apparently. I, Liam said it, so it must be true. Well, I, I can't. We did it, everybody. <laughs> Well, at least that'll make the Baron Corbin watching at least somewhat worthwhile. It was completely worth it. Well, I'm going to try to still get you back. I want you back here on the corporeal plane, but I'm going to have to take some time to watch the Greatest Royal Rumble tomorrow. Are you going to be able to get that? Are they going to show that? Uh, They might, but my guess is it's just going to be... Jinder Mahal versus Alberto Del Rio in the 50-man over-the-top battle royal. And every single time one of them gets eliminated, they're just going to get back in the ring. Uh, well, they'll have to do their entrance again. You'll have to... Uh, yeah, well, clearly, obviously, yes. Well, do you mind if I cover it? Because the people do are, are going to be interested in that. And this will be uh, broadcasting on the morning of, so they'll be able to whet their appetites. Because it's playing at 12, you know. Delicious. So, let's, let's. If I still had a job, 
I would even consider not going to work tomorrow to watch the G R R R R R Grr. The Grr. That's what we're calling it. The Grr. The Grr. Well, there are ten matches here on the Grr, and I would like your thoughts, even though you won't get to watch. Uh, Mrs. Manson maybe will stay. Uh, maybe Mrs. Manson will stay home and watch it for you. Um, let's see. Here's one I didn't know about. Cedric Alexander is going to wrestle Kalisto for the cruiserweight title. Yeah. Um, I feel weird about this because this is not a traditional pay-per-view. Everyone talks about it like it's a pay-per-view, but it's not. It's a house show that's being independently financed by the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So I feel like predictions and productions are a little unnecessary at this point. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Although I will say... They're definitely building this show up like it's going to be a big deal, which leads me to believe that they want it to be a big deal, which makes me think that, you know, big things could happen on this show. Oh, I imagine we'll see some title changes. My wonder, though, is, you know, apparently WWE is being given $50 million by the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. I'm wondering if he gets to pick who wins. Do you think he has some input, or do you think he just pays for the show and they give him whatever they decide to give him? Yeah. Yeah, probably. All right. Well, Cedric Alexander and Kalisto, Buddy Murphy apparently uh, hasn't been making weight. He's been weighing over the 205-pound mark, so his title shot has been put on hold until he can get down to weigh in. I'm guessing they needed a match for Saudi Arabia. Okay. So that's why Kalisto now gets the shot. But Cedric Alexander is going to wrestle Kalisto. Uh, let's see. We've got the new, you know, because we didn't even talk about the superstar shakeup. You've been dead so long. There's been a shakeup. I got to tell you who's on it's which true. brand. I might. I've been need... dead for so long. Nobody seemed to care. I mean, Liam just tried to ban me from the Hall of Fame because he doubted my death. Like it's very upsetting to hear these things when you're dead. It, I'm sure you. Trying to besmirch my good dead name by claiming that I am abroad—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a travesty. You're not abroad. You're definitely male. Thank you, thank you. I've always thought so. Um, yeah, I, I can see where that would be—you know—legitimately upsetting that Liam, instead of choosing to mourn you as most of us did, just talked about you know banning you from the Hall of Fame. But Why would they do that? I don't know. We are we are proud affiliates, but I can't explain all of their choices. Mm. Let me let me get you quickly uh, caught up here on the the superstar shakeup. Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers are now going to Raw. Both of them. Both of them. Both of the Singh brothers. Well, I suppose only one, but I'm assuming the other one, once healthy, will be going. Hmm. Okay. Uh, he has lost his U.S. title. New champion Jeff Hardy has gone to SmackDown. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the Riot Squad is now on Raw, while Absolution is now on SmackDown. Amazing. It's almost like somebody decided that was an even trade somehow. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are now on Raw. 
But that really wasn't a superstar shakeup, right? Because no, because they were free they agents. They didn't transfer brands. No. The Miz has moved to SmackDown. Zack Ryder moved to Raw, thanks to Twitter for announcing that. Zack Ryder is also injured, I heard? Uh, yes, but not as severely as... You, you You hear a lot of interesting things down there in hell. They keep, they keep you updated. Do you get Twitter? Yeah, but note they only keep me updated about Zack Ryder and the Singh Brothers. Oh, okay. They're, 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 you don't they've get designed hear, this... You don't get to hear about anybody you actually care about. No, no. They've designed this purposefully to torment me. Okay. Brizongo's on Raw. Natalia's on Raw. Mojo Raleigh's on Raw. Dolph Ziggler's on Raw. Drew McIntyre, making his NXT call-up, is on Raw. I loved that in the pre-show to the last TakeOver, the TakeOver before WrestleMania, he much of what he talked about was how his feud with Andrade Almas is not yet done, and they still have business to do. And now, apparently, that business has concluded backstage. Because now Drew McIntyre is a heel and on a different brand as Andrade Almas, and probably going to Andrade be... Andrade is on which show now? Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't tell you that. Forgive me. Andrade is now on SmackDown, though he keeps just appearing in vignettes. He hasn't made his debut yet. And is this pro or con Zelina Kyle? or Vega? Zelina Vega's going with Macho. him. Zelina Vega's going with him, I believe. This is not like the Authors of Pain, where they ditched Paul Ellering. I think she's... Well, it could be, right? I mean, he could ditch her the first time I out, suppose and that is true. And then it would be true. exactly like Paula. Well, Lane. that would be horrible, because she's appeared in the vignettes with him, saying that they're coming to SmackDown. But yes, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre are going to be a tag team. I believe their name is The Show. Not The, the big, big Show? I would Sadly not, just The Scottish and Spirit Squad Show. Hmm. Well, that's better than what I was thinking, because I was thinking the Irish show, and frankly, I think some people would be upset about that one. I believe he's Scottish. Pretty I believe sure. that he is. Which is why um, he would be you know this because it re- revolves around Baron Corbin. He is now on Raw. Mike Kanellis is now on Raw, yet again, not making their debut. The Ascension on Raw. Bobby Roode on Raw. Chad Gable on do you ever get the feeling that they just completely swap everybody, making it almost completely pointless? They swapped a good amount of the undercard. Ryder, Raleigh, Brizongo, Ziggler, Corbin. Like, what the hell is a Raleigh? Mojo Raleigh? <laughs> Without the mojo, I honestly did not recognize I'm that I'm surprised. Name I, th- I would think that he would may play a major role in, in your trip to hell, but apparently maybe they could just call him Mojo. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, they, they – I was a little – I'm not going to say I was underwhelmed by the Superstar shakeup, but big names didn't change brands. Like, the big names coming to Raw – I guess Owens and Zayn are big names, but it's, it's Jinder Mahal and Bobby Roode. So the mid-card changed. Then for SmackDown, Samoa Joe is a big name, but you've got Jeff Hardy, Absolution, as I said, Sanity making their NXT call-up, although, again, not making their debut, and without Nikki Cross. Just the three amigos. Mm. Uh, Big Cass making his injury return. Um, Asuka, I believe, technically qualified as being shaken up. She's officially made her transfer. But you've got the club, you've got the bar, our truth, and Andrade Almas. So great. Your your champions didn't switch. Um, Balor Rollins they didn't switch. 
Um, who's a big... Daniel Bryan didn't switch. The Miz switched, though. The Miz switched. I suppose that's true. He's a fairly big name. But again, mid-card champion recently. So you know what I the best part of being you know connected to the corporeal realm is now that I I am here I, I I've you know I'm able to uh, quickly search the internet for all this information oh it's glorious it's glorious to see spiky haired Miz is back as opposed to slick backed hair Miz spiky haired Miz is superior well I'm happy to give you that this brief respite from. Mm. The Corbinness. So yeah, so going back to to the Greatest Royal Rumble, Jeff Hardy's wrestling Jinder Mahal for the U.S. title, except Jinder's still on Raw. So if he wins, I guess the U.S. title goes to Raw, or maybe that means Jin, you know, because they haven't announced whether or not the titles get to stay. Yeah, because you know Jinder could win, right? No, no. Well, you know, interestingly though. If they're going to be doing these cross-branded pay-per-views the rest of the year, it, do you think this we're going to see more and more of this? People on different shows feuding with one another where we don't... So are they going to have to come down on this and decide whether or not, you know, belts are going to be changing shows? That's or? a great question because I don't know what's going to happen when you've got dual... Every pay-per-view is dual brand. They made a music video about it. I don't know if they showed it to you down there, but they made a music oh, video. Oh, and Carmella keeps catching that bottle of water. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm imagining there will be more crossover, but... Because it's just going to be weird to keep going back and forth between the Michael Cole announced team and the Tom Phillips announced team, and then you've got to throw and the Booker in... Booker T announced team. Well, then you've got to throw in the Vic Joseph and Nigel McGuinness announced team for 205 Live. Let, let me ask you a quick question, though, rewinding there. Did they really give up on Coach already? I don't believe so. They seem to have talked about it like this is a, a temporary thing. I'm wondering if they're eventually going to stop making Corey Graves have to do both shows. I mean that would probably be ideal for so if they if they keep him on Raw and then move the coach to SmackDown so it's Tom Phillips and the coach and Byron Saxton they could do that I suppose how mm, yeah that's kind of racist don't add to your time down there I'm trying to get you out not put you in there longer sorry sorry all right so U S title I C title a four way ladder match Seth Rollins the current Intercontinental Champion, taking on Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and The Miz. Great. That'll be great. I'm hoping Samoa Joe wins. I just want him to have all the belts. It would be nice. Uh, If he had any belts. Tag teams. The Bar, for the Raw tag team titles, despite being on SmackDown, will be taking on Bray Wyatt and Broken, or no, Woken, Matt Hardy. Hypothetically speaking, if during a superstar shakeup, say the Raw Tag Team Champions were shooken over to SmackDown. Yes. I mean, I suppose it would probably, if you were a smart general manager, it would be part of a deal in which, in exchange, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions were guaranteed to shake their way over to Raw. You would like to think that, wouldn't you? Positing that this is the case, do 
the SmackDown Tag Team Champions who shake up over to Raw by default become the Raw Tag Team Champions or do they remain the SmackDown Tag Team Champions? Well, in the previous shakeup, they weren't branded titles. You had the WWE Tag Team titles and the World Tag Team titles. So they could mm-hmm. switch. I would imagine there would be some awkward scene where the bar would come up and the Usos would come up and a referee would literally make them switch belts. I'd like to think there'd just be a flash of light and then suddenly the belts would have swapped. You're hoping for some wrestle magic? Is that what you're saying? That's the only thing that can save me now, so I'm just hoping that it exists. all right, I'll go for. I didn't consult some wrestle magic. I will. I will email the Undertaker, who is in Saudi Arabia as I as we speak. So I will see if I we can borrow some wrestle magic. I can get you some bugs. You want bugs on the ring? No, no. I, I'm thinking I need some lightning. It seemed to resurrect him. All right. So true, true. But we would need something else. Um, should I go to your? Do you go to Manson Manor and get your slippers, your headphones? Should I get? I need something that will channel uh, something that will anchor you to this place in this time so that when you are summoned back. Well, maybe we should see if Mrs. Manson can get us a package of pumpkin spice Oreos. I think that might. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. I've jotted that down. We've got a plan. Got a plan. All right. So we've got the Intercontinental title. We've got Bray Wyatt and Matt. Got a plan. The Woken Hardy Wyatt group is clearly going to win the Raw titles. The Bludgeon Brothers are going to take on the Usos. In fact, the Bludgeon Brothers are the champions. I would have said the Usos. This is how much I've not been paying attention to wrestling because I've been trying to find you. Well... Haven't had time. I mean, I think that happened at WrestleMania, during which I was still alive, but I, I appreciate your complete lack of awareness. We've got John Cena versus Triple H in a match just for fun. That nobody cares about We've got The Undertaker versus... It should be a good match, though. It should be a good match. It should be. Have we seen them wrestle recently? No. Not in years. We've got... That should be a good match. The Undertaker versus Rusev in a casket match. Will Rusev literally be buried tomorrow? Buried? No. But he'll be placed into a casket, and the cover will be closed upon him. Oh, that's true. It's not a buried alive match. Good point. Indeed, it is not. Good point, good point. That leaves us with uh, the Royal Rumble, which we'll get to. But the other two matches, we've got AJ Styles versus the evil nut smasher Shinsuke Nakamura. (laughs) Say that again? The The evil evil nut smasher Shinsuke Nakamura. (laughs) I think they should call it Peen Shasa from now on. Um, He's got some new music. They put lyrics to his theme so people can't. So nobody can sing along anymore? Yeah, that's great. And, Very smart. And then we've got uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns in a steel cage match for the Universal title. So we've got a do cast. You, do you expect Brock Lesnar to lose that match? No. I expect okay. Brock Lesnar to win that match. Um, I could be wrong, but I said he'd win at WrestleMania, and I was right, so I will stick with that. But I'm just pointing out that at this show, we've got a cage match, a ladder match, a casket match, and a 50-man Royal Rumble. Sounds great. And I'm just pointing out that I'm not sure Paul Heyman is going to be with Brock Lesnar in Saudi Arabia. Do you believe that will lead to his... I don't know. I mean, it is a steel cage, so 
I'm not sure whether or not Paul Heyman could really be that involved or not. I just can't imagine. I'd like to point out that there are 25 announced entrants in this greatest Royal Rumble. That leaves 25 more. I'm sure many of them will be participants in the previous matches, assuming this goes on last. But I'd just like to say... That's sort of the most amazing part of this, isn't it? The fact that they sent 50 wrestlers. At least, if not more. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's a huge show. Did the women go and are just... I don't... Or are they not there at all? I don't know, but, I mean, my assumption is if you're not going to be used on the show, why would you be there? Hmm. Well, it doesn't say anything about it. I'm assuming they wouldn't go. You would think yeah, you would like think they would have some other show. Like, why not capitalize on that and do, for the first time that weekend, a woman's-only house show just to see how it works? I'm guessing because Saudi Arabia only approved women driving like this year so i'm not saying saudi arabia i'm just saying do it in the u.s do it in a different country oh Ah. just try it out try let's say we're gonna have a women's only house show we'll bring up some of the nxt women let's see i don't know would have seemed like an interesting opportunity to do that um Names that stand out for me on here, Daniel Bryan's in it, Shane McMahon's in it, Kurt Angle's in it, and recently announced Rey Mysterio, The Great Khali, and recent Hall of Famer Mark Henry will be in this battle royal. Amazing. That retirement's going well. He's coming out of retirement just for this. Chris Jericho, also part of it. How about Christian? No. How about The Big Show? Not on the list, but I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up. Kane is on the list. He will be there. Sweet. Wait. I thought it was. Oh, nope. Kane and Big Show also originally entered the match, but were later removed. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they show up as a surprise. But Kane might be doing some legitimate... Have you seen him down there? Does he walk walk around? And if so, is he masked or is he corporate? He's uh, the devil's favorite demon, so we don't actually get a lot of FaceTime. He's he's got privileges that uh, I don't have. So I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Let me see. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on. Uh, rumored to appear in the Greatest Royal Rumble are Hornswoggle and Sean Devari. So that's a thing. Great. Um, anything else from the, you know, we, like I said, we've got some shakeups. We've got this backlash is going to be the next week. So we've got the greatest Royal Rumble tomorrow. And then nine days after that is backlash. So that's a thing. Great. Um, Daniel Bryan is feuding. Well developed feuds for that show. Daniel Bryan is feuding. I'm sure you've heard with big Cass because everybody loves that. Daniel Bryan, big Cass. It'd be so good. I think it would be great if Daniel, our big cast, thought Daniel Bryan was just Enzo Amore without product in his hair. Well, I mean, that is a funny thought, but also it sort of makes sense, right, from a storyline perspective. Why is big cast sort of picking on the little guy um, after, you know, that entire career 
being in the shadow of Enzo, how much he hated him. Like, it sort of makes sense that he would be picking on the little guy at this point. Like, there's a story that you could tell there. I have no problem with it. they're not telling, but... I have no problem with it, and maybe that'll eventually come up, although I'm sure they don't feel like mentioning Enzo's name at all. No. But the announced matches for Backlash, and we'll talk about this more next week once I have another seance and summon you back. Um, Yes. We've got Seth Rollins in The Miz for the IC title. We've got Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss, Carmella versus Charlotte Flair, and Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Do we live in a world where Carmella can have a successful title defense against Charlotte, presuming no chicanery? No. With, yeah, with, I didn't think so. with no chicanery, no weird, do not. Charlotte will win. If Absolution shows up, if Paige becomes heelish, if Becky Lynch turns heel, if something, you know, if something crazy like that happens, then yes, Carmella can defend. But I I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte wins and thus ends the Carmella as a main eventer experiment for 2018. And I feel bad about that because I, you know, would like to give her a legitimate shot. But you're going up against the greatest women's wrestler now, if not ever. There's stuff there. Stuff. Um, do you, you know, in this in this brief moment, do you have access to our email? Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Can you check our email or should I read the of, emails to you Well, today? I can, I can, I can channel the email by looking through your eyes. Ah, well then, here we go. Podcast at ddtwrestling.com. We have quite a few, and the first one comes from Jeffrey. I'll read this one, because this is it. <laughs> well, how would you like me to handle this, Doc? I only have you for a brief period. I'm sure at some point the demons will find where you are hot, where I have hidden you, and will bring you back kicking and screaming to the bad place. Um, this is a by-the-book dream WrestleMania email. Uh, would you like me to save that until uh, the next episode of By the Book, which I put on hiatus until I found you? Well, you, you, so wait, you, so does this count as finding me? Like, are you just immediately going to go back to recording garbage no. like By the Book? I, I'm going to try to bring you back to life. I will record By Thank the God. Book once you are back on this plane of existence. Because otherwise... Again, it'll replace, you know, you'll be hearing Baron Corbin, Kalisto video packages and buy the book. And I, I can't do that to you. Oh, God. Thank you. This um, is buy the book. Come and take <laughs> a look. Buy the book. Oh, well, technically, God. you'll hear it. Um, yeah, you go ahead and read it. Go ahead and read it. All right. This is Jeffrey, who emailed us, I believe, the last time we recorded, saying, um, one, you know, wanted to know about Dream WrestleManias, and I told him, It was not too late. So DC and Doc, thanks for taking my email. I'm kind of old school, but this would be a great dream WrestleMania. Thanks. Love listening to the list. Yeah, we got to get you back. We got to get some lightning and some pumpkin spice Oreos because we got we got. Well, I thought we had. uh, I thought we'd pre-recorded a bunch of episodes of the list, so you could probably just start releasing those. What? (laughs) Yeah, you know all those episodes of the list that we. Like, we had a few of them in the hopper. Oh. Okay. 
Yes, yes, we did. That's true. How, yes, of course. How silly of me. <laughs> From back when I was alive, see? <laughs> yes. Those. I... It's. I, I feel like you've been dead for so long. It, it takes such a toll on my body. That you look I, like you've aged. Th- I have. I'm getting gray hairs. It's. I blame you. Here's my card, starting with the first and ending with the main events: Big Show versus Big John Stud, King Kong Bundy versus Biggie Langston in a five count match. That's clever. Demolition versus The New Day. So Biggie's pulling double duty apparently because. Demolition would be Axe, Smash, and Crush, so Big E would be wrestling twice. Kurt Angle, Bad News Brown, Mark Henry, Iron Sheik, and Chad Gable in an Olympic Fatal Five-Way. Fun fact that Bad News Brown was an Olympian. Brock Lesnar versus Sid Justice. Heart Foundation. What? (laughs) Nothing. Just imagining that. Brock Lesnar versus Sid. Uh-huh. Just imagining that match in my head. Hart uh, Foundation versus the Usos. Andre the Giant versus the Giant Gonzalez. Wow. The Giant Gonzalez only wrestled one match in his career? Um, well, in his WWF career, no. I think they wrestled at SummerSlam, too. Plus, you have to remember that he wrestled in WCW. They wrestled at the second SummerSlam? Wow. As El Gigante in WCW. SummerSlam 2? SummerSlam 2? Uh, Second SummerSlam. Get it? Yeah. Charlotte Flair versus the Fabulous Moolah. And the Brothers of Destruction versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I like that match a lot. There are four main event matches. Seth Rollins versus Roddy Piper in a steel cage. AJ Styles versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in a ladder match for the U.S. title. I'd watch that. Mr. Perfect versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental title. I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. And Bruno Sammartino versus Ric Flair for the world title. Uh, I don't know if this information has gotten down to you, but Bruno Sammartino has passed away. Oh, yes, yes, he's here. Oh, well, give him my best. Will do. Thanks, Jeffrey from Massachusetts. I don't have Twitter or anything like that. I'm impressed that we got an email from someone... Like someone found this show without having Twitter, so I'm 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 sort of doubly impressed because if he hears his email read, he's gonna have put up with an entire show in which <laughs> I'm dead, and he doesn't and know why. I mean, if he hasn't been on Twitter, he has no idea about any of this. Jeffrey from Massachusetts, I'd like to know how you found us. Please send us another email, because you are a bestie now, um, and let us know how you found us. Did you find us through NAI? Are you friends with the NAI crew? How, how does that work? What did you think when you heard the eulogy? Our next email comes from our good buddy Forrest. And let oh, me wait, open... before we get there, sure. sorry, back to Jeffrey's emails real quick. Has uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat ever wrestled in a ladder match that you're aware of? No. He's wrestled okay. in an Iron Man match that I'm aware of, but I don't believe a ladder match. That was kind of right. past his time. All right. I've, uh, I'm opening my eyes. I won't blink. Here's an email from Forrest for you to read there, Doc. It's been quite a while since I last sent in a question to DDT Wrestling. Hold on. That's the wrong... What are you looking at? Oh. That's Jeremy's that. email. I'm looking at Forrest's email. Whoops. Sorry. This is the first time I've channeled eyes. It's, it's tricky, all right? It's tricky. Hello, DC and Doc. The Brock Lesnar and Vince fight will slash maybe be on WWE 24 NOLA whenever it is produced. 
the WWE saw the buzz around around Jericho re Lesnar backstage fight at SummerSlam last week and may want to give a look behind the gorilla position. This may be use to give heat towards Lesnar or paint Roman as the hero. Who knows? But we, the fans, know too much about it and may get the real story with WWE 24. Just a thought. Back to the podcast, best. Bosk? Bosk. Bosco? Keep up the good work. Boosk? Yeah. Boske? The fact that the Brock-Vince fight hasn't gotten enough play, I'm curious as to what exactly that was. Maybe it was legit. Maybe not. Uh all right, our next email comes from Jeremy, subject, requesting my bestie status be reinstated. Was it revoked? He hadn't emailed for a while, so I think we, I, I called oh. him to it. Plus, he has a Hotmail account, and really, in 2018, who still uses Hotmail? Sorry, Jeremy. It's been quite a while since I last sent in a question to DDT Wrestling. WrestleMania week was quite the whirlwind, and the post-WrestleMania hangover is real. I hope to now be back to my regularly scheduled programming, which includes being the bestest bestie I can best. During my time in New Orleans, I was struck by the vast array of talent employed by the Dubba. I postulate the Dubba Dubba is sitting on a goldmine of potential crossover stars. Wrestlers and movies is nearly as old as movies themselves. Wrestling trains athletes in many of the skills required to be a good actor. Wait, stop, stop. Wrestlers in movies are nearly as old as wrestling themselves. Was Gorgeous George in a lot of movies? Was Luthez? Like Roddy Piper was, but that's not... Wrestling's been around since the the late 1800s, early 1900s. And movies movies have been around for about the same amount of time. So, did I miss something? I might have. It's an honest question. Are there wrestlers in old Charlie Chaplin stuff? Probably, right? I suppose there are, but not like famous ones. But maybe that's not the point of his question. Maybe he's saying that wrestlers did. Jeremy, I'd like some clarification, please. Wrestling trains athletes in many of the skills required to be a good actor. Confidence, emoting, improve, etc. I say the Dub Dub is currently employing a number of superstars that could be the next Rock or John Santa. I'd like to point out that I'd like to point out that the torture is clearly having an effect on you because your voice—you've forgotten where you've—you've been so far gone from this plane. You now believe you're from other places, and just like my accents, they keep changing. Which current stars do you think could have a great career in pictures? My immediate first choice is Becky Lynch, because she looks really good in still pictures. Rimshot, what do you guys think? Who else could it be? Maybe, I don't know, make a short list. No more lists! Send for my iPhone. Yeah, I think you have to be alive to, to really list. I think that's one of Let's the see. rules of health. No Who list. would be a good movie star? Um, first of all, Becky Lynch is a terrible choice, uh, Jeremy. I don't know if you know this, but she barely speaks English. This is why I'm in hell. I was going to say, <laughs> you're not doing yourself any favors. She's terrible. That's all I'm trying to say here. Um, who would be good in pictures? 
I would say The Big Show, except he did that movie where he played, like... Knucklehead. Yeah. I would say The Miz, except they keep putting him in movies. And those aren't very good. Adam Cole, maybe. I think he could be a a good actor. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure there are any. Because even, like, you think about people like Dean Ambrose. Like, he was in a movie, but, like... Well, and that's the thing. They keep making these... He's too wrestler-y to be... Yeah, maybe, you know, Xavier Woods. Nope. He's been in movies. Has he? Sure. Were these, like, blockbuster movies? No, he was in a movie with Paige here. You're going to hell. <laughs> You're going to need company. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, good question, Jeremy. I actually can't think of anybody in the company currently who I think would actually That's why I make went to Adam a good Cole. movie star. Because yeah. NXT, maybe I could come up with some. But WWE is tricky. I'd love to say Bo Dallas, but he was in one of those Marine movies. I could see Rusev. Like, Rusev could maybe be, like, of good sidekick villain in the next Expendables movie. Like, mm-hmm. I could see him, like, getting his foot in the door that way. Like, yeah, I guess Rusev, maybe. He looks legitimately intimidating. He's got a physical presence. Uh, and he's funny. He is funny. Yep, that's a he's good one. Charisma. Rusev's a good choice. Yeah. All right. Um, the next one comes in from our good friend, Chris Hawk. I'm closing my eyes so you can't read this one. Oh. All right, fine. DC shall now be known as PC Matthews. That really was one of the. I don't get it. I had said something about and you know talking about not cursing or whatever, and he said that's because you're PC Matthews, and I was like, that is the greatest thing you've ever come up with because that should be my name. <laughs> it probably should be. Though All I just right. talked about the adult movie that Xavier Woods made with Paige. Allegedly, I haven't seen it, but allegedly, it's there. Our next email comes from our good buddy Danielle. Wait, no. There's one from Beverly, Dakota. I think you should read this one. Stephanie Beverly Bethany at Outlook. Are we are we really continuing this? Like, well, I mean, she emailed. But but we're a legitimate podcast. All right, we're a legitimate podcast. We take things very seriously. There is no goofing off on this. You are legitimately on a brief coffee break from hell. And, That's true. And we're dealing with this woman who apparently lives in Australia, who may or may not be Pav. So, but all right. I like that she has the last name now. From Beverly, Dakota. Good afternoon, Mr. Matthews and Dr. Manson. My name is Beverly, Dakota. Hope you're well. Beverly, Y-O-U, apostrophe, R-E, means you are, your is possessive. I am a pro wrestling historian and a fan of medieval times. Did you know the small slits in a castle wall are there so you can shoot arrows discreetly? They were also designed long so you can shoot standing up. You read a lot of history books to get that information, Beverly. What do you think of the stories of matches around the era of Frank Gotch and George Hackenschmidt, when matches would last for three hours, fans would leave, and referees would be replaced mid-match? I've been reading today about a match they both had where they stood up for two whole hours. 
If you had to pick two wrestlers from today's era to do that, who would have the endurance to last the longest? Yours sincerely, Beverly Dakota. I had to press the ellipsis there. Um, they would never do that. Like, I don't think we're ever going to see a sixth. Well, no. Was Bailey, Sasha, was that Iron Woman person match 30 minutes or 60? I don't know, but in my head, I can't imagine it was 60. I'm looking it up because... I don't feel like that's a thing that they would I, do anymore. That's kind of how I feel. Uh, yeah, 30-minute Iron Man match. That's 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 the limit. That's where they're going. Now, granted, they had that gauntlet match recently where Seth Rollins was in it for close to an hour, if not a little bit more. Right, so and he would had, be one of them. Who has the endurance to last the longest if we were really going to it's, pretend... I mean, it seems like Seth Rollins basically is... It's Seth Rollins, and it's probably it. Finn Balor. Yeah, Truthfully. Probably. Or AJ. Like, either of those guys would be the ones that I would go with. Um, but, you know, wrestling was different in the eras of Gotch and Hackenschmidt, where it was supposed to be more of a sporting event, and the whole idea was these two were such equals that no one could win. So the matches just kept going. Plus, this is before social media and tech, a lot of technology, so you needed entertainment that could come in the form of a three-hour match. Thank you, Beverly. Hey, guys. I am interested in hearing your opinions on what happens next with Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. This week's question, pick one NFL, NBA, MLB, etc. franchise logo you would redesign. I know you guys don't always watch other sports, but I'm just interested in which ones you'd change. Until next week, Danielle, hashtag Doc for Hall of Fame. Well, now that I'm a ghost hosting this show, I'm in the Hall of Fame, so your support has meant the world of a difference. Um, I just have to ask. Uh-huh. How many foot... If I asked you legitimately... How many uh-huh. football teams could you mention without using the internet to look them up? How many could you tell me? Okay. Uh, Howard Finkel played for the Dolphins. It wasn't uh, Howard Finkel. It was Ray Finkel, but I got the reference. <laughs> pretty sure it's Howard. <laughs> we're going to go, when you come back to life, we're going to remake that movie shot for shot. But with Howard Finkel <laughs> instead of Dan Marino. <laughs> you can play Ace Ventura if you want to. Oh, thank God. No, 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 no. We're going to get Corey Graves. Yeah. Perfect. We're going we're gonna to get Corey Graves. Um, the Giants, the Jets. Um, the Cowboys. Uh, the the Packers, D- the Bears. I'm already uh, impressed. <laughs> I'm already impressed that you got uh, five. Uh, the, the Eagles. Um. Oh. 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 Uh, uh, the uh, the Patriots. Um. Um. <laughs> uh, the Hornets. No. That's a basketball team. Ah, good for you. Um, yeah, I've just about run out of you got seven. teams that I know. I was impressed. Yeah. Yeah, the Bruins? <laughs> <laughs> the Whalers? Go Whalers. Yeah, right. All right. Um, 
do you care about designing logos? Um, so here's my question. She said we had to pick one, the NFL, the NBA, the MLB. So if, when she says franchise logo, does she mean literally the logo of the NFL versus the logo of the NBA? No, she's Cause... going with a franchise. Franchise, each team is a franchise, I believe. So, like, you could redo oh. the Yankees logo or the Dolphins logo, and I think that's it. <laughs> you would have oh, man. Howard Finkel riding the Dolphin. <laughs> Well, I've heard that dolphins are, you know, notorious rapists of the sea. (laughs) This is going to be the greatest movie ever. (laughs) I'm going to pass out. I'm laughing so hard. I just got lightheaded. Oh, God. I didn't know ghosts could get lightheaded. Oh, my Lord. I almost passed out. The more you know. Hands up. Hands in the air. If I had hands, that's what I'd be doing. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. All right. Uh, Next email. (laughs) Wait, wait. Are you redesigning something? Because I don't think I should describe mine out loud. (laughs) I will save. I I will. um, Well, no, that would give too much away. Mrs. Manson just texted me something and it reminded me of a logo but um she's excited she wants you back mrs manson she just texted you let her know that you've made contact yes and she's very excited she wants me to bring you home bring you home oh great because all right um i would the the cleveland indians logo they're redoing it anyways because it's got that the native american face that many people find offensive so i suppose i would redo that one um I'd actually read. I'd change the name of the team for that matter. But I mean, doesn't isn't the name of the team just as yeah. sort of offensive as the logo? Yeah, but the logo is really offensive. But then okay, I mean that's fair. I um, I'd do something with like an eye for Indians, I suppose. Uh, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel hold that thought. I, I will get to that before the end of this podcast. Uh, what would you do with Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel besides release them? That would be what you would do next. Um, I think I'd rehire Damien Mizdow, and I would just have them follow him, except they would not at any point acknowledge that it was not the Miz that they were following. Completely oblivious. Great idea. Completely oblivious. The next email comes from Brandon Banks, titled The Shake-Up. DC and Doc, the shake-up is coming, went and arguments Are you fading on us? Sorry, all this talk about the shakeup is boring. The shakeup has come and went, and arguments can be made for both sides <laughs> on which show came out on top, though it's obvious SmackDown Live won. But what grinds my gears is that once again, the WWE has failed to give a kayfabe reason behind the moves. Were these mere trades? If so, whom exactly was traded for whom? Were certain contracts up and those wrestlers were allowed to negotiate with the other brand? The world may never know. If you two had to take a guess for the story behind the moves, what would it be? Love the show as always. The other Brandon. My guess is that Vince McMahon, who loves, you know, to pit people against one another, simply went to Linda, not Linda, Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon and Shane McMahon and said, listen, you guys have to exchange 10 talents and you're going to agree on it. Otherwise, you can't leave this room, and I'm going to record it so I can masturbate to it later. Wow. 
I'm got, pretty sure that's how Vince McMahon conducts all of his business. I got dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, I'm serious. I mean, that's probably it, right? No, it is because he said it was something about the competition. He's the the story way back was he was trying to see which child was most worthy to inherit the show when he were to when he was to leave. So that was the story behind the shakeup. Is he came out and said that thing? You know, it's time to shake things up. So it's a post WrestleMania reset, and I I think that would be the story reason I would give is it's after WrestleMania. It's time to shake things up. I, would I love to see trades and free agents and scouting? Yes, but they're not going to do that because they're not a sport. So Right, they, and there's a reason why they got away from the term draft, I think, um, so that they didn't actually have to lay any of the groundwork or logistics or anything that the fans actually want. They, agreed. They purposely are obfuscating that stuff because they're not interested in it. Correct. That's why they call it the shake-up. Correct. I will say, though, it does sort of make sense that – in this hypothetical scenario that there wouldn't be a lot of trades of top talent, right? Dad told us we have to trade people, but I'm not giving up my Brock Lesnar. Well, I'm not giving up my Adrian Styles. You know, it's like That's you hold true. on to those guys. That and... is a very valid point is they wouldn't. You wouldn't get rid of – you would get rid of the guys that are just taking up roster spots like Natalia or Asuka. Like Asuka, absolutely, yep. That makes me sad. I, I, I sort of think that Asuka's WWE career has peaked. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, because it peaked pretty hard. But pretty high, pretty hard, all that. But it just feels like, really, it's all downhill now for her? I wouldn't say it's all downhill, but I do think they're going to kind of pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, I guess they kind of have to, but... I don't know. You know, because, well, and it's weird that she and Charlotte are on the same show. I and, think so. You, you think know, you would have kept them away from each other. You would have thought so, but it's possible that at SummerSlam we'll see the return match. You know, maybe it won't be, I don't think either of them are going to turn heel on each other, but we could be see, We could be gearing up for Oscar Charlotte 2, and this could just become not a best of seven series, but something we come back to time and time again. Like mm. like a John Cena, Randy Orton. They feuded on and off for a decade. So, Oh, yeah. Good television, all that. Next email comes from Glenn. Oh, man, we haven't... Uh, you've been dead a while, because... It's true. We I have. Having just received a special Facebook notification, here's a very special email to wish DC a happy birthday. Thank you. And to ask the pair of you... What is your most memorable birthday present, and when did you get it? Thanks, as always, Glenn. Do you have a particular birthday present that stands out for you? I'm trying to think if I can remember any birthday present I've ever received. I got a, new, see, I got a new Chromebook charger this year. That was nice. I'm concerned that I might be a bad human being. Because and, you can't remember. Or maybe I, I guess I should say I was, and that's why I'm in hell. Because I honestly don't think I can think of a single birthday gift I've ever received with the exception of the birthday that I had a few days ago. Or would have had if I were alive. Damn these, damn these slips. I keep, my mind thinks I... You know, this doesn't well, want to acknowledge been, I, the fact I think that's that it. I, this is what I think it is. The longer that we podcast, the more alive you are becoming. 
That's possible. I like that theory. So if we did a random DDT Awards show in April. Oh, my. Breaking, That'd be enough to just breaking break down, me right out of it, huh? Breaking down the first third of 2018. Because we're, we're a third of the way done. We're, a th- we're 33% of the way to the DDT Awards. That's amazing. You need we should to be probably al- start making lists. You need to be alive for December. It's true. It's true. Um, I, it, what did well, you get I, for I your... Think, th- you said you got a Chromebook charger for your birthday this year? Yeah, I did. Because I had, I had forgotten it at school... And I was going to go back and get it, and then the building was closed, and I didn't have it for the entirety of my April break. We were traveling, so... Let me know if this is too much information for you. But uh, for my birthday, for my my, uh, lovely wife... What were you going to get, had you been alive, for your birthday? Yeah, yeah, I mean... uh, I received underwear... Sexy underwear? No. Is that no. what you were going to receive? No, not sexy underwear. Although, you know, it is a nice, high-quality cotton-like fabric that's clearly moisture-wicking and comfortable. You know quite a bit about this gift you didn't get because you were dead. Well, you know, I mean, again, the whole torment thing, uh, the gifts of of the earthly realm that would have been bestowed upon me, you know, they, they, the first thing they did was trot those out to tease me with them. Were they were they boxers? Were they briefs? Or were they the boxer brief? They are boxer briefs, um, but unlike any other underwear I have ever seen ever, they have what would be called a dual compartment system. Go on. So, built into the front region of these underwears, there is an excess of fabric such that one could, say, place one's scrotum into this pocket, as if to keep it separate from the rest of the body and to help keep it enclosed and comfortable. I am both extremely uncomfortable and pulling out my credit card as we speak. Now, as I said, it's dual compartments. This is the first compartment. At the frontmost portion of this (laughs) scrotum cradling cloth pouch, there is a hole. And through that hole... (laughs) One would slip one's penis. And then there is a separate piece of fabric which has elastic upon the bottom that sort of stretches down over the penis to create a, a an enclosed flap. Why? Why was this purchased for you? <laughs> now, were you allowed down in hell to try them on? To oh, least... they immediately slapped them on me, and uh, it was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever experienced. 
let me just put it this way. When you've ha- when you've been working with underwear that works a certain way your entire life, I'm sure you're somewhat familiar with the side pocket system for, you know, uh, business must be attended to. All I can say is when one does need to attend to business, uh, I mean, I presume, I can't say this happened to me in my dead, disembodied form, but I, I presume you would go to the restroom, be standing at the urinal, be looking for the side pocket only to discover... No, no, I have to go from the bottom to access said equipment. Is it a flap that connects, or is it just like a loincloth that just drapes down oh, over Oh, no, it? it's connected. And like I said, it's like sort of elastic, so it sort of, it, it sort of comes down and cups beneath, in a way. Are you, wear- oh, are you wearing them right now? No. <laughs> Will you ever wear them again? If I mean, it, if I if, ever get my body back. If you had a choice, would you wear them again? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to throw them away. Okay. But, you know. I literally want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> I hate that I pulled you from hell. The seance was a terrible idea. I should have just let you stay dead. Now my hell is your own personal hell. That that little nuggets literally be in like, your brain. Like I've got the bile in the back of my throat right now. That's gonna be in your brain until the moment you. Well, because now I, now I need to actually, like, investigate, because I don't want them, but I at least need to see what it looks like. <laughs> oh, I will say, the fabric is quite pleasant against one's skin. I was going to say, like, it's, like the, 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 the cup... <laughs> <laughs> This is why we need to have a video show. I mean, again, not that anybody could see me this week, giving that I, I disembodied, but... Uh. I don't know what to call them. The... The, the testy pouch. <laughs> the coin purse? It's intriguing. Uh-huh. But you lost me with the flap. Elastic. Yeah, the, the hole, the hole where you pass through to a separate compartment is, <laughs> it's something. <laughs> That's something. Glenn, I bet you did not think this is where this conversation would go. Thanks, Glenn. Um, our next email comes from John Carrega at JC Bones with a Z. He is a percussionist, composer, and educator, and he has given me another dream WrestleMania. Hey, DC. Big fan of DDT Wrestling and all that comes with it. Huge fan of the list. I know I'm late in getting this to you, but I hope you can talk about my dream WrestleMania on by the book. I'd love to hear your take on my match ideas. Keep up the great work and look forward to hearing more from your podcast. Uh, I will save this one and I will go back to, who was it? Uh, Jeffrey's. We'll go back to those on the next episode of By the Book. Let me get Doc back to life once I finish throwing up. And then and then I will yeah. do a By the Book. Get me back to the uh, to this plane of existence so I can put those undies back on. Our last email comes from who I deemed recently the funniest person on Twitter now that Doc is gone. 
Sorry, really? Oscar, Oscar's with uh, with me tonight. I see. I see. Um, it is Ryan, the ultimate worrier. Would you like to read it? Firstly, my deepest condolences on the loss of Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, his death is a grievous wrong that I hope is righted sooner rather than later. I hope that as well. But you know what they say? Better posthumous than prehumous. Wait, what? <laughs> Secondly, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Can you please use a Ouija board to contact dearly departed Doc to ask him what being dead is like? I feel like he's probably underwhelmed. All my best, Ryan. At, at Warrior, Warrior MN. Um, I, a Ouija board would have been my next thing if the seance hadn't worked. Uh, are, are you overwhelmed, underwhelmed, just whelmed? Mostly just whelmed. Okay. I mean, the first time the pitchfork entered my anus, overwhelmed. But, I mean, there are only so many infinite hours of torture that you can pack into a day's time before that just sort of doesn't have an effect anymore. Is this the most vile episode of DDT Wrestling we've ever recorded? Um, we've heard about penis flaps and <laughs> pitchforks to the anus. I Can really... I just get you to say the word scrotum one more time? What is your... Do you have a piece of positivity? Can you find anything to be positive about this week? Thank you all for the email. It was lovely to get back to that. Uh, any Anything uh... that you can find some joy in? Um, my piece of positivity is, I think, twofold. Uh, we have fulfilled the prophecy. Doc is now an NAI Hall of Famer. The ghost of Doc Manson has hosted this show. So, uh, Liam, don't you dare go back on it, or I will curse and haunt your anus for the rest of life. And uh, number two, saying that word. <laughs> and number two, piece of positivity, definitely those undies. I cannot wait to be back. Uh, my piece of positivity involves Bo Dallas. Um, while I enjoyed the Miztourage, I enjoy even more him kind of them, him and Curtis Axel trying to find their place. I liked the segment on Raw where they had Rollins shirts. I liked when they tried to join the Balor Club. But what I really liked is the fact that Bray Wyatt took to Twitter and talked about how Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel should just join the Woken Warriors. Because And I was just like, for the first time, it feels like Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas are in the same conversation. We haven't seen that since NXT. I'm super pumped. I don't care where it leads. Of course, I hope it leads to Bo Wyatt. But I would be happy with even just, I just want to see him on camera at the same time. It's all I want. That's fair. And, you know, but legitimately, I am looking forward to the greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, I think that's going to be a good show. I hope to be able to uh, get a direct feed down to the uh, nether regions of the bowels of the afterlife where I am stored. And, I mean, or, or, or you could hurry the hell up and resurrect me already. That would be appreciated. I am heading to the store right now. To pick up the pumpkin spice Oreos. And then I am driving to Manson Manor. I can't provide the lightning. 
as much as I would love to be a descendant of Thor, I can't provide the lightning, but I will provide the pumpkin baked goods. Hopefully, we can get you back to life because you're already in the Hall of Fame. They can't go back on that. No, I mean, they said if the ghost host. If they go back on that, we're done. Oh, yeah, no more affiliation. All all my years of service to the NAI Wrestling Network and to Jason and Liam and Bill, if they break my boo, we're done. I mean, that's true. I mean, I will say the only sticking point. I will put out a press release. I will. Well, I will say the only sticking point I can see is while the ghost has hosted the show, the ghost has hosted the show whilst being an affiliate of the NAI network, which apparently is one of the rules that if you are we Linda don't McMahon, need to be affiliates. If if you well, I mean, if you want to be in the Hall of Fame, a, you can be an affiliate because you're already in the Hall of Fame. But the outlaw Doc Manson, I think, has to maybe go back to being unendorsed if he's ever actually really going to get into that Hall of Fame. So uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I just need to rescind that affiliation right here, right now. I think we let's see what happens. Let's bring you back. We'll see how they respond. If they continue to dig their heels in, I'm putting out an official statement, press release, all of that formal shit. (laughs) I'm going to mail them some of that underwear. (laughs) This is for you, you giant scrotums. Oh, do you have the address? I really think I might send them a package of these underwear. He's Doc Manson, at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, oh, God, it hurts. (laughs) Won't you be our bestie? Ah, Back to hell!